Are you ready to get your life back? Then get ready for Burn Bright today with Jennifer Marcinelli on Transformation Talk Radio now. Follow along the show as Jennifer explores a variety of topics and issues, including the energetic causes of burnout, all with a mission of empowering listeners to be true to themselves. As an energy medicine practitioner, speaker, author, and board-certified holistic nurse, Jennifer has discovered new and exciting healing tools and resources and can't wait to share them. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Get ready for your monthly dose of inspiration and illumination on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Now. Yeah, now is right. Hey, I'm Dr. <laughs> Pat, and I'm here with Jennifer for a good reason, because look, she and I have both have a very similar experience, and this is the deal for the show today. And I, I got to tell you, we're going to talk about a lot of things, but divorcing a narcissist is a journey that you can hardly describe what that's like i mean we're going to try to do our best today from <laughs> gaslighting to burning right we are going to do our darndest today to try to explain this now now jennifer look let's let's talk about this for a minute from your perspective mm -hmm. you know from from what you've created in the world right burn bright today and let's talk about that to set the stage yeah. because we are going to talk about narcissistic personality disorder not like the term that people throw around in our pop culture. That's not it. Uh, but we are going to talk about that. The most important part of this is the goal that whatever we go through with that, people can burn bright today. Isn't that what your work is about? That is, and thank you so very much. That is exactly that is exactly what the core of my work is about because this is the life that I've lived. Um, we've talked a lot about burnout. And we've talked a lot about the different aspects of it. And right now I'm doing so much work in relationships. It is, I'm discovering that there is actually a phenomena going on. And I'm working to get my fingers on the pulse of this phenomena of what's going on. But it's almost like an outbreak or an epidemic of pan proportions of uh, relationships that are completely unbalanced, where one of the partners is take doing all of the taking and one of the partners is doing all of the giving and what we're really talking about here is the energy drain and what happens to us energetically our physical body our emotions our memories our thoughts our intuition even our spirituality gets drained when their relationships are off base and that dims our inner light and I believe that we should never allow anyone to dim our inner light. We should have what we need to help us burn bright every day. So this is why I'm here and this is what I do. I personally lived this. I am biased because I'm going through this right now. I'm gonna be completely transparent with you. And I can also say that yes, I'm biased. I am, have and am living it, but I will tell you, I can't even tell you how many clients I have men and women that are dealing with us right now. And because I've been through it, it's really helping me help them. So yes, this is my life's work that is growing and evolving. And, yeah. and evidently there's a phenomenon. <laughs> well, there is a phenomenon. And I am so glad you said this one thing and I want to repeat it. Yeah. Jennifer and I are women. Yeah. And we're going to talk about this. 
but I just want to be very clear. Narcissistic personality disorder has no gender specific angle. Meaning women can be affected by it and men can be affected by it. It's just that I think women tend to get together to talk about it a little bit more Mm -hmm. because first of all, it's quite devastating. And secondarily, you know, whatever that is that happens between men and women, you know, I think it's hard to express what we're about to say today. Uh, It's hard no matter who you are, man or woman. But I think for us, we have experienced emotional uh, conditions around this. And that's what helps bring the conversation to the forefront, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And can I just add something on there? Because what you're saying is so important. It is both the feminine and the masculine dealing with this. And it is across culture. It is across every demographic and every age group. Children, children can have this issue and it can really come out even in their teenage years. And it can be, and not to scare you, but to, to, to paint a picture, it can be more than just draining our energy. It can become dangerous. And we'll talk a little bit about what I mean by that. So when we get in more to the energetics of it, um, we'll talk a little bit about psychology and then I'll talk to a little bit of the energetics, but absolutely. So raise your awareness of, and we'll raise your awareness of what this looks like and how it presents itself. And, you know, number one, do you have these traits? <laughs> but number two, are you a victim of someone who's experiencing these traits as well? So yeah, yeah. It's, a big, it's a big deal. And I want to be clear because here we're going to talk about it. We're going to start with your story, but mm-hmm. I want to be very clear about this. You know, you're hearing two women talk about this that have pretty much survived it. But I will say for myself, whoa, it took a lot of work. It took a lot. Yes. And it took the help of another because there's no way to detach or move away from or no contact with in this scenario. But let's let's talk about how this showed up for you. Here's the question that it, that gets asked most, Jennifer, about this. And that is, did you see this coming? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> No. Um, that's not how it works. No. And, and quite frankly, um, the true narcissists, some of them know that they are, some don't, some do. And those that know that they are can become particularly skilled at getting what they want. So why don't I step back for just a minute and let's kind of talk a little bit about what this actually is underlying. Yes, there's a diagnosis. Yes, we're going to talk about the psychology, but let's talk for a moment about what this looks like and what it feels like when it shows up in your life. Um, it, it can, it presented itself to me in a relationship when I was much younger. I mean, this started 14 years ago and I'm 50 turning 51. So, you know, we got to live and learn and we evolve and we learn. Okay. So rule number one, by the way, give yourself a break. Okay. If you're kicking yourself or blaming yourself that I should have seen this coming, let go of it. Okay. Let go of it. We weren't able to see. There's a reason we weren't able to see. It's time to learn from it. Now the sun is shining we can see this and there's help most of all. Okay. And it showed up in a relationship when, uh, when we were dating and you, you've heard of this, the Cinderella story, you know, each partner is kind of on their best behavior, trying to win the affections of the other and you're doing special things. And a part of my personality, not just as a woman and as a nurse, but also in my astro numerology chart as well, I like to spoil people. 
I love to give my love in a myriad of ways, cooking, just taking care, participating in their hobbies, you name it, right? But what happened was I was giving so much of myself and giving so much love and so much of my energy, okay? My physical energy, my emotions, my thoughts, my memories, and my emotions, I was giving to this other individual that it was fulfilling a deep energetic need that he had. So he was living and, and kind of breathing off of it. So he was utilizing it. It was meeting a deep fulfilling need that I didn't even realize at the time, thought it was love, thought it was a balanced relationship. And then as time goes on and as years into the marriage and things change, we grow, we evolve, careers change, okay? And then once I began really launching my career and coming into my own, writing my book and, and, and creating my practice, building my, my energy medicine practice or energy healing practice, um, that all of that attention and that energy that I had been giving solely to him was shifted and it no longer met his needs. And what happened is then they start, they can't draw from your energy anymore. So then behaviors start. Anger, picking on me, um, subterfuge, <laughs> okay? Anything to try to get the attention back to where they can have my energy again. So that's kind of what it actually looks like and how it presented itself. And it took me a long time to figure it out. And I couldn't really put my finger on exactly what I was dealing with until the actual divorce started. And I thought it was going to be an amicable, no fault, 61 day, we were both calling it quits, we're gonna go on. And what I got was absolute World War III. So that shift in energy and that what that person was getting from me was no longer going to get from me, triggered rage. Yeah. Triggered rage. Yeah, yeah. And you know, this is the thing, that's is the reason why I started out with the question, you know, at the top of the show, did you see it coming? because I didn't see it coming either. And here's why, before we go to break, I want everybody to think about this. This is one of these analogies that every time I do it, I know I'm gonna get a, an email, but, but I'll tell you, I am complete support of animal care. I am, I, but, but I gotta tell you the frog, I gotta use the frog thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Here's what it's like. So if you take a frog and you put a frog in boiling water, and I think I got this, this thing from my stepmom, and you put the, the frog in boiling water, right? or you put yourself in boiling water, yeah. you will jump right out in a hot minute. How many times have you filled up a bathtub with like boiling hot water and you went to put your foot in it and you're like, oh no, I am not getting in here. Okay, so if you could see a narcissist, like, like they got a big tattoo, like on their head and it says, uh, NPD, narcissistic personality <laughs> disorder, if they have that. And sometimes even if they have that, we still move towards them. And we'll talk about that. You're going to talk about that today too. Yeah. But it's not like that. It's like, you've got this beautiful bath water, right? And it's perfect. And you get in it, right? It's not too hot. It's not too cold. But while you're in it, you decide, I'm just going to slowly, slowly, slowly turn it up. And what happens, especially in the case of the frog, if you put a frog in cold water and you slowly turn up the heat, the frog doesn't know it's boiling. Yeah. That's what narcissistic personality disorder uh, and, and being in relationship 
That's what that does. When we come back, we're going to talk about exactly what this is. And by the way, we are not talking about the term that gets thrown around, narcissism. We'll talk about the difference between the two because that's a term we throw around to represent somebody that's Mm self-centered. This is not it. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. Are you done being afraid to jump into the life that's waiting for you? Are you ready for a real shift? I invite you to tune in every Tuesday with me, Tracy L, on the Tracy L. Clark Show, where we will teach you how to live your extraordinary life. At 8 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio, where I will provide the tools and the steps needed to help you transcend perceived limitations and move forward with an extraordinary life. For more information, visit me at TracyLClark.com. The knowledge book currently studied in 39 countries and 15 languages around the world accelerates our evolution, takes us out of depression, offers universal truths, protects us, and makes us stronger, both spiritually and physically. So if you are interested in the knowledge book, visit usa.thenowledgebook.net and tune in to the Knowledge Book Radio with Marge Potasik on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. And, you know, by the way, for those of you out there, if you really have a sense of what we're talking about when we talk about narcissistic personality disorder, meaning you're you're involved or you know what it's like to be involved um, with a narcissist, please feel free to call in. Give us a call. Um, Today, we're talking about something that's very personal to both myself and the story you're hearing is from uh, the most amazing Jennifer Mercinelli. And you're hearing it today as somebody that has created, you know, the Burn Bright Today show, of course, 
but burn bright today as a way for Jennifer to help other people understand that burning out uh, is not your destiny. And burning out sometimes too is kind of like what we're talking about here. You know, when you're involved with the narcissist, you know, the, the thing about all of this, they end up at the same place, right, Jennifer? Mm-hmm. They end up at the place where you are totally drained. Yes. Totally drained. We're talking about from gaslighting to burning bright. And we're going to talk about what gaslighting is. But let's just let's just dive into this narcissism thing for a minute. And let's talk about what it is, what it isn't. And then how do you know? Uh, you're that frog. <laughs> yeah, so I was I was the frog that got the heat turned up. And um, I know. I'm pretty smart. I know. And I couldn't see it. Take a minute. Take a minute. Because, you know, you and I, people look at us and they think, how could these two ever? And by the way, think about us, right? I mean, I have a PhD in in psychology and my friends are like, seriously, Pat? I mean, what did you go to school for 10 years for? Were you sleeping? Yeah. No. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm a, I was classically trained as a critical care nurse, ER, cardiovascular intensive care. I have a master's degree in business. I have many advanced certifications in energy healing and I'm pretty aware. And people that are experiencing this disorder, we're going to use the word disorder, okay, just to use a mainstream topic, because I'm going to also talk about it from the energy perspective, okay? And we're also going to talk a little bit about this from the spiritual perspective. But these are people that look just like you and I. They don't stand out the way perhaps antisocial personality disorder does, more like um, the psychopaths, okay? You've heard of psychopaths, the people that are harming people, that are the ex-murderers, the Jeffrey Dahmers, the Ted Bundys, okay? This is this is different. And what this really is, is somebody just like you and I, it can be our spouse, our immediate family member, sister, brother, aunt, it can be our children, it can be our friends, it can be our colleagues, it can be our managers, our bosses at work that, that develop this. And we can step away from the diagnosis of this, okay? Because I'm not a fan of using diagnoses anyway because it holds people in time and space, but we're doing it just to have a point of reference. But what happens is these people can be very lovable and on the outside, they look just like you and I. And they have a way of displaying themselves that will attract your affection or your attention and give you just enough to where you feel like your needs are being met. And, but what they're actually doing is pulling far more from you than you realize. So at the beginning, because you're getting, so, you're getting something back or out of this relationship, you're okay. And you've got a lot of biochemistry flowing on. I mean, you may be very, let's just say, if it's an intimate, an intimate partnership, the intimacy may be working pretty well. It may be, it may be supplying you with some energetic needs, right? But slowly over time, the burner, the gaslight gets turned up and the water starts boiling to where the behaviors start to become inconsistent with who you thought they were or who they say they are. They may pretend or portray themselves as this person with this title. You know, maybe they are 
um, someone in a position of authority. Maybe they're your manager. Maybe they are your husband. They, they may um, work in a hospital. They can have a, a very respectable position. But then over time, you're starting to see inconsistencies with the behaviors that the way that they portray themselves with integrity versus how they actually behave in life. And it could, it could pretend, it could come out as very simple things like not tipping wait staff, being rude to wait staff, um, always trying to negotiate on their own behalf because a negotiation is always a win-win. A true negotiation meets everybody's needs, but they could become fiercely harsh negotiators to where all they want is everything and you get nothing. Mm -hmm. And that's how it presented itself to me. And that's how at its worst that it got to the point where every moment, every time, every emotion, every thought, every memory was getting kind of sucked into meeting that particular person's needs. And it absolutely withdrew all of my inner strength and it was withdrawing my core energy stores to where my own inner light was being turned down to dim. So as the gas lighting got turned up, my energy stores were getting turned down. Yeah. And to the point where I didn't even realize that this was one of the underlying cause of my health crisis back when I was 44. I was so getting it from so many different directions, from different causes, that I was not able to see only until years later that one of the underlying causes of my burnout was the unbalanced, the narcissism in my relationship with my, my spouse. Yeah. So it literally, I was absolutely the frog that was then perked into a boiling hot tub. And thank goodness I was still able to jump out because. Yeah, I want to talk about that, right? Because you and I are, you and I live to tell this story. That isn't the case with a lot of folks, right? But, but that, this, is the, this is the upside of this, right? You know, before the water just got way too hot to literally burn our skin off, we're like, I'm out of here, right? Yeah. Um, but let's talk about gaslighting for a minute, because I, I think what you're talking about, I want to give some examples and I want to be very clear about it. As a matter of fact, um, I'm going to be talking about it on my Thursday show uh, uh, as how it's used in politics. But let's just talk about it. It could be something as subtle. And let me explain, first of all, what gaslighting is. In the end, this term gaslighting, it's an absolute form of brainwashing and manipulation. And not just once in a while, but it's the, the frequency and consistency of this happening over and over and over and over again. So the goal of gaslighting is to make sure that the victim, whoever you are, that you doubt yourself. So here's what I want to yes. say, and Jennifer, you can jump in here. You can have somebody do this, right? You could be part of this, and they're not necessarily in the narcissistic personality disorder category. Right. I just want to say that for a minute. Right. So we're going to separate it, but not so much. So that's it. So gaslighting, it, 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 it's an abuse. It's an absolute psychological abuse, right? And emotional. It is deeply, it's emotionally scarring. It yes. causes a person to lose your sense of identity, yes. perception, and here it is. You ready? Self-worth. Self-worth. Absolutely. People at the top of their absolute success in who they are 
can go down this road. Oh, okay, now talking about that, from your perspective and your experience, right? Did you get the signs? And really we're talking about, are you a victim of narcissism? But let's break it down. Because if somebody is saying things to you that are not so obvious, right? Let me give you an example. We think that that anyone that ha that we're in relationship with NP NPD narcissists, we think they come right to our face, right, Jennifer? And they say things like that, hey, I'm a narcissist and I'm going to make your life miserable. No, it's more like, gee, honey, do you really think you're going to be good at that radio show? Right? Or, or, or how about, the, and I, this is how I finally woke up. And what it took was all of those digs at my self-worth that had lowered my self-esteem so slowly over time. I couldn't see it or stand up for myself, for my own self-needs. What I realized is I was meeting 100% of the needs of the other person. Yep. And I was living on breadcrumbs, not even breadcrumbs for what my needs were. All right. And then it started when I was trying to then start fulfilling my own needs, this is when I started on my life's purpose, my mission, Burn Bright Today, building this entire service for folks. And the more that I started putting my love and attention into Burn Bright Today, the less was going into this person. And the more he was just absolutely sucking off, okay? And it started in certain ways that you may recognize. Um, anger started very slowly and insidiously. And you're exactly right. It was, he wouldn't read the draft of my book. He would take no interest, no interest in my book or my draft. There was no encouragement. And as a matter of fact, he had set out to, to instill fear that I would never be successful, that nobody makes money off of a book, that it had to be money in the book, right? That nobody was going to read it. You know, what are you even talking about? Uh, he even got into and took digs at the content. And this is truth as I know it, that I've lived it. So no support. And, and I later discovered just how much subterfuge was involved. So whatever that special project or that hobby is, or whatever it is that you do that you love, that could be getting attacked. So take a look at that. Are you experiencing something that you love being attacked? And then it started in even other ways. I love to garden. I love to plant flowers. So every summer I would spend ex lots of money to buy beautiful flowers, had it all arranged. I would spend hours on a weekend getting my little flower garden arranged. And then I traveled for a living. So I would go out of town and then ask him, hey, make sure that zone one on the sprinkler system goes off every day. I live in Houston. It's three, it's three digits down here. Yeah. Why, you know, flowers have to be watered every day. Okay. Yeah. He would purposefully not turn on the sprinkler system and they would purposefully die and wither. And what this is underlying is anti-life because he knew it was important to me. This was symbolic in many ways. Okay. We're talking about life. We're talking about blooming. We're talking about beauty. We're talking about flowers and gardening. And he made sure that the water system was not turned on in my absence so that they would burn up. This was not a mistake. It was not an oversight. It happened four years in a row until I try finally figured out that this is what was actually going on. And I stopped for years planting my garden 
I, I stopped planting flowers, something that was so deeply important to me to have my flowers to look at because I knew that he would kill them. He would absolutely make sure that they were starved for nutrient. And that's one of the ways that it stood up. And that still didn't get me. It didn't get me until the end when I segued away from corporate America into launching Burn Bright Today and my energy healing practice that the full force attack came on. And it was because this was something for me that's important for me that I'm doing for humanity and doing for other people. And he was not gonna have it. So he had to attack every single thing in escalating proportion for me, for me to get it. That was the, the, the 210 or the 212 degrees that got me to hop out of the water. It wasn't until then. So it's insidious, it starts small. You may not recognize it, but start looking for little things. Start looking for when they're picking on you, cutting you down, placing self-doubt. Anytime someone is not encouraging you and anytime somebody is causing you to doubt yourself, pay attention. It is a very important warning sign. And if anybody out there is experiencing this, guys, don't wait. There's help. If you're experiencing this and, and you're experiencing a drain, if you're experiencing an injury or an illness that has come from this type of behavior, from being so drained, don't wait. Go to my website, give me a call and set up a free consultation because I, you don't have to deal with this another minute and there is help. So, yeah. And I want to say this. I want to say this for all of you out there. We're going to go through, in case you're not clear about examples or you want to call in right now and you want to get some help or some clarification, maybe you don't know. Uh, 1 800 930 2819. I got a question that came in. Yes, I'll tell you where the term gaslighting comes from. It comes from a 1930 stage play, yeah. uh, which was called Gaslight, right? Uh, Gaslight for Angel Street or something like that. And it portrays a husband trying to convince his wife and other people that she's crazy. Yeah. Okay, got that? And he manipulates it. This is the, now the term that makes it psychological. When we come back, we're going to be telling you what gaslighting behavior examples are, both what they are chronically and from a personal perspective. But every one of us has our point where we draw a line in the sand. You just heard Jennifer's. Mine was the one where, gee, you know, your relationship with your best friend, Linda, I think you need to cut that back. Uh -huh. That's not going to happen in this lifetime. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Celebrating 40 years of peace through music. Dr. Pat Basili is thrilled to be partnering with Dudley and Dean Evanson, co-founders of Soundings of the Planet. Music and video created for peace and healing. Immerse yourself in benefits of music for meditation, relaxation, and stress reduction. 
This peaceful and meditative form of music is available for free on all streaming services. Search Dean Evanson on Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, and iTunes, or visit soundings.com for more information. Do you want the knowledge and wisdom to understand where spirituality, science, and psychology intersect? Then join the Karmic Path Radio Show with Tina and Laura on TransformationTalkRadio.com Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific. Follow this charmingly, disarmingly dynamic duo as they explore how psychic ability, spirituality, and karmic law tie together. For more information on Tina, Laura, and their groundbreaking work, visit TheKarmicPath.com. It's time to step into the power of yes. Creating the life you want is up to you. The power comes from saying yes to ourselves, yes to possibilities, and yes to change. Are you ready? Start achieving your goals and moving life in the direction you want. Tune in each month to Yes Minded Power Radio with Barbara Scheidegger to start living your future now. For more information about the show and working with Barbara, visit yesmindedpower.com. What is a brilliant culture and how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you align your culture with your business strategy for exceptional results. Looking for a culture that drives organizational excellence? Listen to Cultural Brilliance Radio, the second and fourth Friday of each month at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit culturalbrilliance.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. You know, you're listening to... The Burn Bright Today Show with Jennifer Marcinelli and me, Dr. Pat. This is about what it means to divorce a narcissist today show. Um, but divorcing can be used in two ways. It can be used very succinctly and uh, exactly or metaphorically. Mm-hmm. In any event, it's got to happen. And this is how we're talking about from gaslighting to burning bright. We're going to talk about and we're going to give you some information about how to recognize these signs. But before we do, you know, Jennifer, look. I know this is an emotional. I, I mean, we just saw it. We just saw how emotional it is. It was very emotional for me. Years of recovery for me, right? Thank God for this show. Um, but you've created something so that people can get some help now. You know, you're talking about real energy healing. You're talking about healing for real, right? Correct. Tell us a little bit about that, if you would. Yes. So you are right. It is incredibly emotional. And bearing in mind that those of us that this have happened to, these can be people that we loved. Oh, we loved deeply. We have given everything into this relationship. Mine was a marriage, a a literal true marriage. Okay. It doesn't have to be. It it can even be a, a it can even be a relationship at work. Okay. It can be related even like to a project type thing. But in my case, it was truly a marriage. This is a man that I loved and that I married and spent, you know, 14 years of my life with and gave every part of me, my emotions, you know, my physical, my emotions, my memories and my thoughts. And all of it was completely drained. And it's can be, if you're experiencing if somebody out there listening is experiencing that you once loved someone so much that now you just can't possibly understand why or how 
They could be this mean or this angry or this, um, this degrading to you or coming at you in some way. Uh, in my example, the last stand was money. Uh, he had already gotten all the emotions, thoughts, memories, and emotions. He already had all of me. The last thing that he then wanted was money. So if you're experiencing this, reach out. I have a program to help it. It's called Heal For Real. And it's customized to every single person. So if you're experiencing an energy drain or low self-worth or you wanting to pursue your dreams and feel you can't, or you're experiencing such self-doubt that you can't move forward, or you just even can't even move forward into it. It could be 10 years ago and you're having trouble finding a mate or finding a, a relationship. I really believe, and I've experienced, and it's in my practice, and I see it across the board with my clients, that we've been energetically damaged and that we need to get, we need to be repaired. So I believe that gemstone and diamond therapy can help. It helps me. It helps how many untold number of my clients and it can help you. And we can work on this over the phone, by the way. So if you're dealing with this, give me a call. We'll talk about the package. We'll customize one for you and we'll meet your individual needs for however much short or deep duration that you need. Because yes, there's the, the emotional body has been damaged. The mind has been damaged. Our memories have been damaged our intuition, and even our spirituality can really be affected. So we truly need a holistic approach and a holistic healing solution for this intense and this profound of an energetic injury because it's deep, especially if it's been going on for years. The good news is we've got the solution. So ring me up. Don't, I, I just, it's here for you. I want you to have it if it resonates set up a free consultation. We'll get to know each other. If it feels right and it resonates with you, we'll create a package. And if you don't live in Houston, don't worry about it. We can work together over the phone because if you're dealing with this, you can heal for real and, and we can really take a shot at this and show you how. Yeah. And I want to say one thing about this. Even if you would have had that relationship 10 years ago, right? Because yeah. that's my scenario, right? Yeah. Oh, 10 years ago, even if you had it, it still shows up. It shows up in strange ways. And let's talk about it because this is how you're going to get to a solution. So for those of you that just sent me a message, a question, I will give you an example. Gaslighting behaviors have a number of categories. I'm mm -hmm. going to just say it. Lying and exaggerating. Yeah. It's repetitive. Arguments or disputes. Disencouragement. Codependence. False hope. And control. And those are not in any order. You know, what you, what you were describing before was a form of control. But mm -hmm. let's use a couple of examples, right? And there are stages of gaslighting behavior from subtle to more severe. But any one of these, each of them are forms of abuse. Saying yes. negative things about you indicating an inadequacy, causing you to be defensive. And then if you attempt to call it out, right, and say that is a lie, they will escalate their tactics. Yes. And so that's part of this, right? You know, it's so contrived. It's so controlled, right? But let's talk about some of the subtle things that get said. You know, a husband may say, my wife is so pathetic and uh, she should know it. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, right? yeah. And what, what I experienced, this is me personally, okay? 
my husband went to friends and family to recruit them to dislike me or question me. Yeah. When I was going through the process of getting board certified as a holistic nurse, he was actually calling his friends together to go meet at a pub. And he was recruiting all of his friends to hate me. He was asking, what's a holistic nurse? They don't make any money anyway. I mean, he was, it was all about what his underlying concern was going into business for myself. I was not going to be making the same income that I made when I was in corporate America. I had a very lucrative career for two decades in corporate sales. Okay. Very lucrative, nice standard of living. We enjoyed off of it. So his need, part of his need, and like you're saying, the grandiose and the status, things like that, he perceived were going to fall because my income wasn't going to be there holding us in our income <laughs> bracket. So it presented itself as she's crazy for doing this. What, what is a holistic nurse anyway? And, you know, he was asking a bunch of people at a bar, like they're going to, they're going to know <laughs> and then tried to basically get everybody on his side. I mean, this is 12, this is seventh grade behavior. Okay. Um, and that behavior was so unbelievably damaging to me that the person that I loved, that I had supported physically, mentally, emotionally, and financially was recruiting people to think I'm crazy, think I'm stupid, think I'm going to fail. And it was implanting deep levels of self-doubt, deep levels. And he had those people sending those messages to me as well. So that's just some of the ways that it showed up. And this is very emotional, extremely painful. And underneath that, there's a damage to our energetic anatomy that needs to be repaired, or we're going to continue to have the symptoms, even to your point, 10 years later, if we don't get the repair done. It's, oh. it's insidious and it's stuck. Oh, there's no question about it. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be that obvious. I mean, uh, let me give you an example. I was playing in a tournament this weekend. And by the way, we, we were winning. And so my partner very innocently says, because I mean, he's a great guy. So this was really on me. And so I'm serving two points to win the match, right? Or at least two points to, to win. And he says to me, these are the most important, the two most important points of the day. And I'm thinking, okay, by the way, I blew the two points. Because what's implied, what's implied is don't can't blow do it. it. Don't, don't I blow mean, it. Yeah. I know they're the most important points. I've been playing this game since 19, I don't know what year. <laughs> but that's not on him. There's some part of me that read something into that. Because here's the thing about this. It's repetitive. And this is not just about husband and wife. So I want to be very clear about this. For those of you out there, work the workplace right now yes. is a feeding ground for this, right? Yes. So people that are listening may be thinking, nah, I'm not in a relationship, but boy, my boss, yeah. if that comes out of your mouth. Or a jealous you, colleague. Call Jen, or, oh. A jealous it. colleague. It could oh. be a teammate on a project. I've dealt with that too. Oh. I've seen it that way and my clients experience it too. Sometimes they can be leading a project and because someone or more than someone on that team is jealous that the project either doesn't belong to them or they're just, they just flat out are jealous that you've got a brilliant creative idea and you're running with it. The jealousy sets in and they're going to, they will, 
They will do small things over time repetitively to try to make you fail. They may not approve the red lines on your draft, okay? You could submit, you could submit, let's say a presentation for marketing review, okay? And it comes back with this person, okay, the gatekeeper redlines it. So you make all other changes and you send it back and it comes back with an entirely new set of red lines. <laughs> and then you get it back because they're, they're actually gaslighting in a different way. They're, they're doing it in a way where they're self-doubt, nothing is good enough, nothing is right enough because they're trying to keep you from being successful and trying to keep the energy with them, not where it belongs and into growth and creativity. And they're, they are slowly over time sucking your creativity right out of you because every time you do that, you're expending energy that's getting wasted. Yeah, gaslight will wear you down. Let's just yes. be really clear. It's like a tire. It's just gonna wear you down, right? Because you'll start to feel low. You start to doubt yourself. You become discouraged, fearful, debilitated. You question reality, yep. you know, who you are and whether you're perceiving things properly. That's the way it is. And it's not gaslighting if it's not repetitive. It has to be repetitive, Jennifer. Right. That's what we're talking about. It's right. like every day, every day. In some small way, one or another that every builds day. over time. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And if you dispute it, right, what was your experience with this? If you dispute it, okay. a couple of things are going to happen. Yes. If you think by disputing that this person is going to go away, they won't. They will find evidence. How did that show up for you? Did you ever fight? Did you fight back? I did. I did fight back because I was standing up for myself in smaller ways until I just couldn't do it anymore. Um, and let, here's an example that comes to mind right away. Of the, that was control and that was very damaging and fearful. And it had to do with the way he would drive with me in the car. When we drove, we're in his car, he drove. And when I was in my car, I drove, right? But when we were in his car, he would, he would purposefully drive dangerously to the point where I felt uncomfortable. And it was a control mechanism. So when I would ask very politely, because I'm like ridiculously polite, okay? And then I go up in degrees. And I would ask, you know, honey, can you just slow down or give us some more, you know, you're really, really tailgating or driving aggressively or passing over lanes or deep into stop signs or, you know, and you can feel the anger seething off of them. I would get back a higher degree of control and a higher degree of contempt. So the more that I was trying to protect what I felt safe, any loving husband, any loving person in a relationship would want their spouse to feel safe and protected and free. And this was a small example of everything contrary to what a healthy, happy relationship should be about. The more that I would ask him to drive more safely, the more aggressive he got. And then this happened in every different area, okay? Driving in the car is one of them. And then in the end, when I actually called it quits and literally moved his stuff out on the driveway. True story. We can go into that sometime about what that night was like. Uh, when I knew that I was in actual physical danger, I was actually in danger at this point in time. When I put his things out on the, on the driveway and changed the locks and locked down the garage door so he could not get to me, he bullied his way in with the sheriff. Yeah. And I saw rage. Unbelievable degree of rage, very, very powerful emotions, the thoughts and the emotions, all of the quantum energy 
that comes with rage was being shot directly at me. And I was absolutely, truly in danger. Truly, truly in danger energetically. And he was not far from being physical. If, if there had not been a police officer there, which that's another story because he did not help the situation. Um, it absolutely would have, could have escalated to physical violence. And I was very fortunate because I had two people there actually from church, a man and a woman to defuse the situation. So I knew to have somebody physically present. And these are the kinds of things that you may not know, or these are the kinds of things that you may not know how to get help with. And that's really what we're talking about here today. So when we talk about, you know, what does it mean to heal for real? It's a combination of things in the program you've created. Correct. One is, of course, energetically, but the other side of this is to learn, one, how to recognize when this is happening to you, and then two, what to do about it. Because you have to learn how to stop it, right? Yes. Or at least know what to do with yourself. Yes. Right? Yes. And so that isn't that part of what you're doing in Heal for Real. Correct. Yes. A big part of it is, and you've heard me talk about this in many other shows, and I'm going to continue to talk about it till my last breath, is the first part is bulletproofing your boundaries. We have to really be energetically repaired so our energetic boundaries are built and strong. And when our boundaries are nice and strong, many things happen. One of which is we're able to discern much earlier when the symptoms are small. When, when these behaviors are, when we start first noticing that sense of entitlement, that they, they're owed everything without having to pay for it, without fair exchange, okay? The person who receives or calls up and asks for something to be done for them or manipulates somebody to do something for them without a fair exchange for the other person. The small symptoms, you can pick up on them small and you can adjust yourself and make changes so that you don't take bigger hits. Then over time, you get better and better at catching it while it's small. Because if we haven't, if we're not healed and we're damaged, that's one of the things that first gets done is we lose our ability to correctly discern. And now remember, some of these people are very skilled manipulators. They are very, very good at getting past our abilities to think, hear, and see. And our abilities to rationalize what's good for us and what isn't. And that's a big part of what Heal for Real does. And it's why it takes place over time. First of all, there's different areas. We have to go through the physical, the, emo- the emotional, the, the memories. We have to go through the, mem- the mental body. We have to go through the mind. We have to go through the intuition and really get all of that cleaned out, cleared out and healed. And then we've got to work with some coaching to basically help you understand what you're really seeing and what you can do about it early before it escalates to the point where he's a raging bull knocking down your front door with the sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. Part of this too is um, it really does get to the point where when Jennifer and I talk about this, we also want to point out that not only have we survived it, but we're thriving in our lives. And we do have times and points of, of time where we may step back a step or a half a step or a quarter of a step. But the difference is in when you talk about heal for real, the difference is that step back lasts for a nanosecond and, and it used to last for a, a year. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. And that's the kind of difference we're talking about. We're not saying that you're not going to reflect upon the past or you're 
not right. going to be maybe drawn to think it gets better because one of the things that gaslighting does, a gaslighter will give you a false sense of hope. So in between this craziness yes. of abuse, they will treat you with superficial kindness and remorse from time to time. They'll give you a false sense of hope in the relationship. And this happens in the workplace. You know, you'll be thinking, wait a minute, my boss just gave me a day off or my boss just did this. You know, you might just start to think that things aren't so bad and believe that things could get better. This is the dance, isn't it, Jennifer? Yes. And it's like living off of the breadcrumbs that they're throwing you. Yeah. And this went on for years. Yeah. So, and because of my own personal beliefs and I just did not, I thought I would be married forever. I thought I was marrying the love of my life. I thought I would be married forever. Um, I thought the last company I worked at, I would retire from. Yeah. And that's just not that way anymore. All of this has changed. There's other things going on too, but all of this has changed. But you're right. Whether it was in my marriage where he would give me just enough just barely enough to keep me going where I didn't walk out years ago when I should have to keep you going just a little bit longer because they're still benefiting. As long as they're benefiting, they're going to hang out. <laughs> right. That's right. And, but, but I also saw it in the workplace when I was leading a project, um, senior leadership would make just enough promises to make you, it gave me just enough false hope that I would be, I would have the resources that this would be long-term approved, that my team would be secure, that we were really going to be able to go out and do these things. But that's not what they were at. The behaviors did not match over time the promises that were made. And that's what they're actually looking for. So if behaviors don't match and you're on a breadcrumb diet, give me a call. (laughs) Phone number. What a great show. Thank you for today. Let's make sure people have information to contact you. Boy, this hour went really quickly. Go ahead. Yeah, please visit my website, burnbrighttoday.com. Log on, pop me an email, my 1-800 number's on there. Set up a free consultation. Let's get to know each other. Let's talk about this and let's help you heal for real because don't ever let anyone dim your light. Thank you for listening to Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Be sure to tune in each month for your monthly dose of inspiration and illumination. As a board-certified holistic nurse and energy medicine practitioner with years of wisdom and experience, Jennifer has dedicated her life to solving the problem of burnout and helping others to take a stand for their health. Your first step to taking your life back is Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. For more information about Jennifer Marcinelli and her work, including her new upcoming book, visit her website at burnbrighttoday.com.